Isaiah chapter 1, verses 2 and 3 read like this. Listen, O heavens, and hear, O earth, for the Lord speaks. Sons I have reared and brought up, but they have revolted against me. An ox knows its owner, and a donkey its master's manger. But Israel does not know. My people do not understand. Here I believe God is describing the basic problem between he and mankind. In this passage, he's addressing the nation of Israel. And he says the problem is that they do not know him. How sad it is. Those that he has reared, those that are his, according to this passage, do not know him. The word know there means to be aware of or to perceive, to recognize him. Have you ever walked into a room Your dad is standing on the other side, and he's able to communicate to you without saying a word, perhaps by a look or some kind of movement, and you understand everything that he's saying. This is the idea of knowing the Lord, is to perceive him, to recognize him. And though this is what God says of his children, Israel, It's also true for the church, for the Christian. In John 17 and verse 3, Jesus says this, This is eternal life, that they may know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ whom you have sent. The word know has the same understanding as what we found in Isaiah. Here it means to be aware and again to perceive. So very, it's, it's, it's the same thing, very much the same thing, to be aware and to perceive. Is that true of you as a believer? Are you aware of the Lord? Do you perceive him? Do you recognize him as you live throughout your day? I was with a college and career group in Colorado one time speaking on the book of Hebrews. After one of the sessions, uh, it was an impromptu activity where there was a number of people there who owned four-wheel drives. So they decided, let's pile into the trucks and let's go up into the mountains. So we did that. We just went driving through the wilderness, up one hill, down another, and had a lot of fun getting out and looking at the scenery. At the top of one of the hills, the young man that I was riding with was being followed by his girlfriend who had her own truck. When we got out of the vehicles to look at the scenery, she came over to her boyfriend. She gave her his uh, gave him her keys uh, because they were too big to fit into her pocket. And so we looked at the scenery and jumped back into our trucks and drove off. About 10 minutes later, we were on the top of another hill. And I was talking with a young man who was driving our truck. And all of a sudden, I saw his face change. And it was to embarrassment and he just simply said oh no i turned around to see what he was looking at and coming out of the brush was his girlfriend last time we saw her was the top of the other hill 10 minutes ago now we see her crawling through the brush and she had a look of determination on her face she came around the truck she put her hand inside the truck And the young man driving the truck simply reached into his pocket, pulled out his keys, and gave them to her. And then she turned around and walked off. 
She wasn't real happy, and he knew it. Simply by the look that she had when she came through the brush. He knew he had messed up, and right away he knew what he had done. All from perceiving, from recognizing, from being aware of his girlfriend's face. This is the idea. Do we recognize the Lord when he shows himself, when he speaks in any circumstance? Do we know him? Are we aware of him? Do we perceive him? Well, how's this going to be possible? How do we do this? It's only possible through God's activity in you. The only way we're going to know him is by him making himself known. In Hebrews chapter 8 and verse 10, it reads like this, For this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel after those days, says the Lord. So this is the new covenant. He's comparing here in chapter 8 the old covenant with the new covenant. And he says, this is the new one. In verse 10 of chapter 8, I will put my laws into their minds, and I will write them on their hearts, and I will be their God. You see, God's activity in this new covenant. And what's the result of his activity in this new covenant? Verse 11, And they shall not teach everyone his fellow citizen and everyone his brother, saying, Know the Lord, for all will know me, from the least to the greatest of them. To know the Lord is to live in his activity. What he does, I will put my laws, I will write them, I will be their God. And so we will know. The word know there, for all will know me, again means to perceive. But here, it brings something else. It means to perceive, to see, to be sure, and to understand. There's a confidence here as we abide in what God is doing in Jesus. The book of Hebrews is a revelation of Christ being better. What God does in the new covenant is better. The problem with the old covenant is you and me. In Hebrews chapter 8, it says, For they did not continue in my covenant. Man can't do it. The problem is me. And so then comes what we've already read from verse 10. I will. This is what God is doing. This is how it's possible for us to know him, not only for salvation, but for the life of us of salvation, not only for justification, but for sanctification. As you therefore have received Christ Jesus the Lord, Paul says, so walk in him, Colossians 2.6. This is what God is doing in Jesus. Perceiving him, seeing him, being sure of him, understanding him, all because of his activity in Christ, not our effort for him. My brother, as a young man, was sent a letter from a credit card company that said that he had been qualified or pre-approved for credit with their company, and all he had to do was fill out the form and they would give him a credit card. He wasn't real interested in it, He was only 19 years old. He had not even thought about getting a credit card. This is back in the day when they were still fairly new and not as 
widely used as they are now. But he thought, since I've been pre-approved, I might as well just fill it out and get one. So he filled out the application. He sent it in. And in about two weeks, he got a letter. The letter said, Dear Mr. Doherty, thank you for your interest in being a part of our family. However, we regret to inform you that at this time, you do not yet qualify for credit with our company. Well, this upset my brother because it wasn't his idea. It was theirs. He didn't like that they said he was pre-approved and then told him he wasn't. So he went down to the bank. He got another application to fill out, filled it out. And then he got a copy, another copy of a, of a, of a, or a sheet of paper. And he sent that in with the application. In two weeks, he re- received another reply, said, Dear Mr. Darty, thank you for your desire to be a part of our family. We are pleased to inform you that you do qualify for credit with our company. Enclosed, you will find a credit card with your name on it for the credit with the credit limit of, and it was a very high credit limit for that time. Now, what was the difference? What made him qualified for what he was not qualified before? That's that second piece of paper that he put into the envelope was a copy of my dad's bank statement. And That made him qualified for credit. Not what my brother had failed to achieve, but the activity of my father is what qualified my brother for what he was not qualified before. You and I are to know God, are to know Jesus. This is what John 17 tells us is eternal life, to know him. Not only for justification, but for sanctification. But it's got nothing to do with our self-effort and everything to do with our Father, Heavenly Father's activity through Christ on our behalf. It is only by faith, it is only by trusting him for what he has done that we will know him. What a great God. What a great God we have. It's all about Him. It's not about us. He simply allows us to live in who it's all about. My name is Kelly Darty, and this has been a quick reminder of the His Hill podcast. You can hear our regular episodes posted every Thursday. If you would like to get in touch with me, you can do so through email. My address is kelly, K-E-L-L-Y, at hishill.org. Thanks for listening. And remember, keep your eyes fixed on Jesus. Jesus.